0: always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? And we're live. Welcome everybody here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin, joined on this fine Monday evening by Harrison Fagan. As you guys can see, I lived up to my word. I am a man of my word. I lived up to my promise. I told you guys that if if Darvin Ham went back to that same shitty starting lineup, that I would, uh, after you know, surviving two overtimes with last year's lineup, which by the way, also got him to the Western conference finals last year that I would do this next show as the Joker. And here I am, everybody here. <laughs> I am <laughs> and-
1: wait till they get a load of you.
0: Yeah. I do <laughs> Harrison uh, Harrison did not know about this and was legitimately frightened. Uh, <laughs> I really wish that you, that we had, you had not showed me your
1: face until we went live. I was not expecting it at all. I, you know, hand up. I did not listen to the last show. And so I had no idea this was coming. And, uh, when you, when you opened up your laptop to Joker makeup, Anthony, I mean, it took me like a couple seconds. Cause I was like looking at the show notes, whatever. Um, yeah, was not expecting it. This is uh, elite, <laughs> I guess. Elite video
0: casting. Now we're, you know, for the audio listeners, uh, I guess I don't yeah. know. Check out my Twitter well, feed. Look, if, you, out a if you guys, of it. if you guys are are listening on audio, uh, I do advise you checking out the YouTube channel, that is www.youtube.com/slash/at Lakers Lounge. If you guys are here watching live, please do subscribe. Our subscriptions are going nuts. We're doing about a, you know. I think our our, 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 our recent previous 30day totals are upwards of like 600 new subscribers in the last uh, 30 days. So shouts everybody for doing that. Um, we do have to just dive into the show though and I do have to explain why I am in this makeup and why it's fitting and why we find ourselves here. As you can see on the right side of your screen, um, the reason you know we're gonna be talking about this or I am talking in this makeup is because of Darwin Ham. And uh, we are now, you know, reaching points in the season where you do kind of have to stare some some ugly truths in the face. And, uh, you know, we have to ask the question, is this just who the Lakers are? You know, you're 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 almost 50 games into the season. Uh, You're 48 games into the season. You're still sitting there at five hundred. Um, you've been in that in that range basically all year. Is this just who the Lakers are? For whatever reason, we can say that we think that they are, are, are that team because of coaching or whatever, but it's not the coach is going anywhere. And uh, we are going to be discussing that later in the show. But yeah, Harrison, did you think that there was a realistic chance that Darwin would stick with the lineup that won him one of the best regular season games you will ever see? No, <laughs> no, not, not even like, not even they, any chance whatsoever. Anthony,
1: Anthony, they won. So it's like, it's like, it's like pitchers in baseball, right? Where they, they get the win no matter what. So like the Torian Prince version of the lineup got the win. So I don't know. Like, you know, the fact that Vando played during all the good minutes and Torian Prince was a minus 97. Um, I don't know how important that is. It's just. <laughs> I I did not think for a second that they were going to change the lineup after a win. I understand why you would think that and like why you would hope for it and why you would want it. And, you know, I I, am in, I will join in the chorus of everyone after that game who was like, yeah, maybe this lineup should play a little more. And obviously that was, this lineup was not going to play very long tonight because Jared Vanderbilt got thrown out, but uh, I wasn't expecting it, you know, for
0: very long anyway, or at least not. doesn't that say something though? Like the, the I very think it does clear say and I obvious it, move think... is right fucking there. And we're just like, nope, no
1: chance. chances that happening. It is the clear and obvious move to you and I, and this is not to defend the coaching staff or whatever, but it's just to explain sort of my reasoning for not expecting them to go to it. It's very clear that they don't think at this point that that lineup is their best option in the playoffs because they would have experimented with it at some time this year as the starting unit if they believed that or if they thought there was a chance of that it's clear that you know it's funny um you and i i feel like we're having sort of like we're stuck in a time loop where teams like we cover lakers teams that have success and then they like run in the opposite direction of sort of what led to that success because it's not really clear that they know how to identify what led to success in the first place they just sort of like Yeah, Their roster building strategy is almost like we're just throwing as much spaghetti at the wall and we're just like, if that spaghetti doesn't stick, that's fine. We'll just grab some new spaghetti and we'll throw that at the wall and maybe that'll work. And, you know, I just, I think that we've seen that they, you know, just like they did during the title year. It's like, you know, they're like, yeah, but we don't really believe that we were, let's put an asterisk on, uh, on any success that we had there. And there were very real flaws with that Vando lineup. I mean, you know, it's easy to forget now how bad, you know, things were going during that Denver series and how much they needed to change it up. But just because maybe it's not the best lineup against Denver, I think what we've learned is that it still might be the best lineup against a lot of other teams. Uh, just maybe not, you know, the team that was the best team in the NBA last year.
0: I have to get to this comment really quickly because uh, shout to Justin for the super comment here. Who was in the interview process? Was it Jeannie Rob Kurt Rambis and his uh, six uh, 64 and 165 <laughs> coaching record? His wife, you know what's funny? am I missing anyone? Never seen a coach actually not learn anything on the job. What has he uh, improved on from last season? He's gotten worse in every regard. Is the thing I think the thing like his strong suit was his ability to communicate and maintain buy-in from last year's team. That's not the case. The Lakers just lost by 30 to the Houston Rockets again. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) This is sad. This happened before. You, You know what?
1: I almost feel like is like really sort of what's happening here is that the Lakers last year at the deadline, they Darvin proofed the roster to a degree with like, you know, we know, what do we know about Darvin's coaching philosophy? He wants the team to be small. He wants to have as much skill on the floor as possible yeah. in general, I guess, unless it's like Cam Reddish. Um, and uh, like then that, that is the one time he will take ath- athleticism and, uh, and length into consideration is for Cam. But for the, you know, for most of the rest of the roster and most of his time here, we've seen his predilection is sort of to go small. They play for God's sake. They played Patrick Beverly as the star starting small forward for most of last year. And then by virtue of their moves at the trade deadline, he just didn't have an option other than to go big and his ability to maintain buy-in I think was easier because it's like the team all felt like they were hopeless for as long as Russ was there. And so he wasn't going to lose the locker room continuing to try things and having them not work with Russ there because I think everybody knew going into the year that this is probably like not going to work and that we're going to have to make moves and we're going to have to sort of have a sprint to the finish. Yeah, this, and... the source
0: of frustration was clearly over there, right? Exactly. The, 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 all last year, the source of frustration was over there. And it was easy for everybody to kind of rally around overcoming that frustration over the course of the season, and especially when that frustration was gone. But this it's year, sort the source of, like of frustration we know, has been ham.
1: Well, exactly. And it's because it's like, hey, last year, we know this is probably not going to work, but let's all try and make the best of it. And let's all try and make it uh, happen. But last year, uh, this year, they just had a bunch of success last year. And then now they're trying something different. And that's how you lose the locker room is if your yeah. ideas that you're throwing out there are not working and they have a previous, like, what did we just see in Milwaukee where the bucks to start the year, like almost instantly were out on their new head coach because he's like, yeah, you know, that like defensive style that you guys have been playing for years that made Brooke Lopez, the defensive player of the year candidate, you know, we're going to have him switch screens now. And it's just yeah. like, if that's your first idea. And the team just saw that they can have success. Admittedly, you know, lost in the first round with Giannis hurt last year, but still lost in the first round. It was disappointing. There was a reason bud was gone. He had his flaws Mm -hmm. as a coach, but you know, they come into this year and they go completely in the opposite direction of the stuff that had actually worked before. And it's, you know, not working and it looks bad and the the players predictably sort of got frustrated. And I think we're seeing sort of a similar thing with ham where there was more grace last year. It was his first year. Everybody knew he was going to be learning on the job. The roster felt a little bit sort of, you know, damned if you do damn, no matter whatever you try, and you just got to try and do your best. And uh, we are going to have to throw a bunch of things out there. And a lot of it's not going to work. And we're going to try and find the couple things that do versus this year where you're continuing to throw things out that aren't working. But the team's like, wait, we just have this thing that works
0: last year and most of the roster is still here. We saw it tonight, Harrison, the Lakers tonight were like wait, what? We just were you not watching like Saturday? That was yeah. 48 hours ago. you what? And and I really think, you know, I, like, I think Darwin
1: obviously knew Vando was going to get ejected tonight and he's like I the, this is going to be too big of a disruption <laughs> yeah. to our starters.
0: I you know. <laughs> I think I think it's a combination of the you know so the Lakers win that game, which was an incredible game. It's like it's like I I called it potentially a turning point in the season when it happened. It was like it was the game of the year for them, by far. I, I I was locked in. Yeah, like at, well, they, at, they, like, they, a, like at a party. I had I was I had it off to the side, watching on my iPad. Dude, I'm in Texas, and like Texans were like rooting for the Lakers. You know how rare that is. But anyway. That's so just like they we don't were, like
1: Steve Kerr's politics, but anyway. Um.
0: <laughs> but like we were sitting there, yeah, famously popular in Republican circles, LeBron James. But like, um, <laughs> like we were, we were like, we we're, we're watching this game, and my takeaway afterward was, all right, there, the starters from last season just made the irrefutable point. You saw that game. Vanderbilt was like objectively better in every possible way than Torian Prince. Torian Prince is clearly kind of maxed out at what he can do kind of as a player. And, and, um, Dan Wike, and this is after, by the way, Andy Kamenetsky previously asked about the lineups, right. In a very direct manner. Hey, uh, you had a lineup last year that did this, did this, did this, um, any chance that we're going to get it a little bit more this season. And, uh, you know, Darvin kind of wafted away the, the, the question. And then after, after the game, and and it's one thing, and, and again, as I've been saying all along, this isn't any disrespect to Andy. He plays a different role in Lakers media. He's not a beat reporter. He doesn't talk to the coach every single day. And that's kind of why you got a question like that from him compared to guys on the beat. But then to advance that story, Dan Wojcicki asked that question again after the lineup and and again, Darvin, you know, sidesteps it with that comment about wine or whatever. Um, Non-zero percent. You didn't see incredible. this? No, no. No? Oh, man. I'm going to play a little bit of the clip then because it's I, I have it on here.
1: Darvin, I have a, maybe a little bit of a bigger picture question out of tonight. Um, end of the first half, you guys are down. You go with that same lineup you went with at the end of the Bulls last year's kind of starters. They go on a big run. Third quarter they come in they go on a little mini run ad gets hurt, but that run continues and then you close with that group tonight um, If they play like this, and if they're playing like this, I know you don't want to change starting lineups, but but how, how seriously will you consider it considering how Jared's playing and how that group is playing around him? Well right now, I'll consider giving me something to eat a nice glass of wine and Consider sleeping <laughs> very soon here <laughs> getting a good night's sleep no lineup questions, please. As a, as a, a second.
0: <laughs> and that's why I'm like this, Harrison. That's oh, why I look like this. So all of you watching. I'm, I'm... All of you. This is why I look like this. That response right there. And the follow-up to it. The fact that we're sitting here right now. We're still talking about this bullshit. When last year's lineup took him to a Western Conference Finals. that he clearly <gasps> didn't deserve to go to. The fact we're sitting here right now. Wondering why they didn't get utilized after that game. This is why I look like this, everybody. This is why I'm losing my mind. I'm sitting here, coming to the realization that I'm somehow smarter about basketball than the guy who's coaching the Los Angeles Lakers. We
1: took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse carved it in the blood on our box we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will i become senwa saga hellblade 2 play it now with game pass now's the time to save 30 percent on wedding jewelry only on blue nile.com make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands all hand finished and graded for excellence I'm gonna I'm Absolutely. gonna clip that that that's the clip for today's pod. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, nothing I say <laughs> the rest of this time. Nothing you say is gonna top that cutaway. This is this is why you're a pro. Um, and yeah. I will I will say just to answer Justin's uh, question, if if he actually I don't know if he actually wanted to an answer, just wanted us to talk about Darwin or whatever. But um, I, I believe the uh, the bus the two younger bus bros were uh, in there, and I think possibly uh, Tim Harris from marketing. If Fantastic. I'm remembering correct, I just remember it was like a hilariously large group of people because it was so clear that they didn't want people to say that it was like just Kurt picking the coach and they're like, well, no, uh, these bus brothers that you also like, they're in here. It's yeah. a big collaborative front office. We're all working together. You know, what's the thing that they say about cooks? You can never have enough of them in the kitchen, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I. So here's Karen my thing. Aaron was in there. Um, I think, I think uh, a literal cook, a literal cook was in the kitchen there. Um, but so here's my thing. The Lakers win that game and you're anticipating coming off of it. Like if you're, if you're a Laker, like a, a member of the Los Angeles Lakers who just won that game, who just prior to this, got all the way, all the way to the Western Conference finals, um, as a, as a group of that core last year. And um, you would hope as this guy has not shown any interest in taking any accountability over the course of the season, that was the spot to do it. Right? Like you would think that's the spot where he finally says, all right, my bad. We should have been playing this lineup more over the course of the season. Let's try to rebuild or let's try to build on that success. Let's all move forward together. That was my bad. I dropped the ball. No, he says no more, no lineups questions, please. And then afterward, you know, goes on some spiel about why those guys believe in each other, N- not saying that why he believes in them, no explanation as to why they had played so few minutes to this point in the season together at all. Nothing. It was, I, like, it was just like, it was just a whole word vomit that amounts to nothing. And again, dodges any kind of accountability to the piss poor job that he's done this season. And then fast forward to the game tonight, right? Where he has an opportunity. All right, fine. Actions speak louder than words. He didn't have to take you know direct accountability for for his actions to this point in the season. Fine, whatever. Let's go ahead. Let's let start this. Let's let start with the, the the group that got us to the Western Conference Finals last year, coming off of that win. Let's get some momentum here. Let's get some pot. Nope. Now we're going to go right back to Torrey and Prince and the, and the, and the Rockets are going to beat the shit out of us because here's the thing I think, and I've been reporting on this all season long and I haven't missed this. I, the only, the only report that I missed potentially was the second starting lineup that that i reported no no, not there, potentially
1: you brick that one look you gotta own it well, you've got a lot you've gotten a lot of things right i know that you te- you you had your bet you're like nine and one this season it's okay all you right can, you well can whatever
0: but as far as as far as the vibes look, in the if, locker room the joker i've been lost
1: the batman a lot more than that okay you're still yeah. doing pretty good by joker that's, that's true that's true you have yeah. a better record than darvin
0: <laughs> this season, I'm a, better winning percentage yeah but <laughs> all season though i've been reporting all season i've been reporting about uh about the vibes in the locker room and the frustrations in the locker room and how they pertain to a a dylan brooks raj dylan brooks the joker the the nba comp for the joker is dylan brooks but that actually is um, pretty
1: apt because he always ends up losing in the end no matter always <laughs> like, yeah
0: just... in some in some incredible like you know charismatic, entertaining,
1: great foil, but but, you know, he's just never, he's never actually going to get the win, you know?
0: Yeah. So the, the, what I've been reporting though all season though, is the frustration in the locker room that this head coach does not believe in the core that got him to the Western conference finals last year. And you can totally understand why they would be frustrated on it because what they were told coming into the season is that they were going to build on that continuity. They were going to build, they were going to develop some sustainable culture here moving forward and have been shat on basically year in, year out by this head coach and given every excuse. um and, and, you know, why they haven't built on, on, on any of that. um And, you know, they, they go through this, this game here and uh, they, they come into this game and, and, and all of that, all of that frustration that they've, that they've had pent up in them, I think really kind of came out to, a came to a head in this game where I, it was pretty clear that they just kind of quit on this one. And, um, you know, look like Jason Kelly, Jason the, Kelly I, says I will... here, D- Darvin can't coach a chip team. I don't trust Robin Genie. That's de- devotion to Darvin is insane. LeBron wants rings. If he knows he wants to, he can't win here. He'll leave, fire uh, Darvin and trade. LeBron is gone or whatever. And yet another one, Darvin, uh, damn, Ham actually broke uh, Anthony. You either die here or live long enough to see yourself to become the villain. Um, I've been the villain the whole time. I would probably say,
1: yeah, Um, yeah,
0: and and then finally, you know, you have uh, if you aren't willing to to fire Darwin, trade LeBron, and it's just like all of those all of those comments basically point to culture. Like it's just it's just the fact that this guy has been able to go through this entire season and not face any accountability from the people above him is just insane. The stakes coming into the season were insane, and and he just hasn't lived up to what what was expected of him and the lakers have been held accountable every other press conference you hear uh, you hear darvin saying how they aren't running fast enough they aren't engaged enough defensively they aren't disciplined enough they aren't this they aren't that um but at no point this year have we gotten any kind of accountability on the part of on on the part of a coaching staff that frankly has completely misused a a i think a still very good roster and and I don't blame any other Lakers fans who were sitting there saying like, well, what, what the hell, like, what what are we watching for? I don't blame anybody who like sits there and may not physically look like this, but feels like this.
1: I mean, inside we're all you, I think right now in this yeah. moment, uh, you are our avatar. I, 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 I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't know a whole lot of really what I can add to everything that you just said. Uh, but I also I, I did want to go back to Justin's thing. Yeah, Justin, my guy, you shouted you you shorted Kurt uh, one win. He's actually sixty five and one sixty four. So um, he, mm. you know, I, those every one of those percentage points matters. You know, when you got his resume, so uh, I a sixty four win career coach would not have been able to amass this much power. He needed that sixty fifth to uh get him over the finish line and, and i guess to add to your point of like Darwin facing no repercussions for his sort of actions and or you know actions decisions whatever you would call them or how things are going you know it really does sort of show the difference in the the way you know like a team like the bucks is running their organization you know versus the way that yeah. the lakers sort of treat lebron and i it get it Honestly, thirteen. Yeah, Giannis is younger, but the Bucks not only had a better record, they just extended Giannis. So theoretically, he should be, you know, all in. They just traded for Dame. They did all this stuff. And again, it's like, no, we have this guy. We're going all in right now. This guy is not, this coach is not giving us a, the best chance to yeah, win. So we're going to pay point. three coaches, you know, and yeah. where, you know, do you have any faith? that this Lakers front office or an ownership group would ever be willing to pay three coaches because it's like, you know, whatever, you know, maybe you could say that it's an indictment on the bucks that they're paying three coaches and they picked the wrong guy twice ahead of time, you know, whatever, but there's context there, but it won a title. He would lasted a while, whatever, but the Lakers are not going to, I mean, they're done paying Frank, but certainly if Frank was on a longer term deal and, you know, they still, they had Darwin right now and they were to fire him. They wouldn't have fired him and then went out and paid doc rivers like $8 million a year. Um, to go all in around LeBron, there's always these yeah. reports and leaks of like, no, le- you know,
0: LeBron and AD got to show us
1: that they're worth it.
0: It's just that is such an incredible point, Harrison. Like it, it. It's like, are you? You should have it? been. You should. It, it, you, should it, it, you should have. Are you, you should have been wearing. Should you should have been wearing it, the, the the makeup while you made that point. Like on. I, 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 should, I you know, wish I, you would
1: have told me. I, I I could have you know ran to the ran to the Halloween store. Maybe there's like a spirit Halloween open. I could have gotten a Riddler costume. You know, we could have done this
0: it's going to be the crypto.com arena, right? It's, it is, is, uh, it, it operates as a spirit Halloween on, on, uh, off days because cryptos broke. Um, no, yeah, I, I, it's such a great point, like, especially in comparison, not just in terms of like firing Adrian Griffin, um, you know, when you're at 30 and 13 and the way that they did, but going out and get getting Dame, going out and getting drew going out and, and, um and firing a championship head coach and Mike Budenholzer, you know, um despite a a playoff run that the in that they you know uh, now yeah it it's ended just, um embarrassingly in the in the first round but they made the playoffs the Lakers would consider that a win and it's just and meanwhile the every single outright. time yeah well like every every single time that the the you know it, it comes to a conversation about like you know what the Lakers are thinking about doing in any given year here during this LeBron one, run aside from getting Anthony Davis. And yes, they did push a lot of chips into the middle of the table to get Anthony Davis. But you know what happened afterward, Harrison, you won a fucking championship. If you push chips into the middle of the table with Anthony, with, with LeBron James, you know, what typically tends to happen. You, you wind up reaping some you end up in the finals, at least, you know, generally, like some, I, I, historically, I, you know, the thing that people tend to compliment Jeannie on is like, you know, like the, the thing that Jeannie was supposed to be good at here is her business acumen, right? The, the, like, like it was, it was, she was supposed to be the business person. And she was going to hire a basketball person. Well, to this point, she's hired magic Johnson who, who stepped away to tweet. And then the other guy that she hired Rob Palenka is, is currently like right around 500 in his time managing LeBron James rosters now going on for five LeBron years James and
1: Anthony Davis rosters. It,
0: yeah, in his and, time and as a so sole like, executive, he's had both of those guys the whole time, right? And and uh, and for for uh, Jeannie, like all right, Jeannie's supposed to be the business person. She, this is what she she went to USC to 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 learn about, right? But at no point do do we ever see any kind of proof of like if you invest into the organization, you reap the rewards of those investments, right? Yeah keeping Alex Caruso on the team would have cost you some luxury tax money, but you know what you've lost because you didn't spend the luxury tax money there. You've lost a whole bunch of playoff revenue over the last couple of years because you cheaped out and, and all right, fine. Like it would cost you some money to get rid of Darvin Ham as a coach right now. And it probably wouldn't look very good for you um, to the rest of your shareholders and minority owners as they like continue to wait for you to act like an adult and stop just entrusting friends to run your organization, um, but still, it, if if we continue down this path, because Harrison, like we have said all season, right? At best, Darvin is like a mediocre head coach, right? Yeah. At best, I think. I, I think. Um, I think.
1: Right now, based on what we've seen, we can assume that that is his ceiling. That he sort of tops out his league average.
0: Yeah. You know what he isn't gonna. Talk? <laughs> you know what you don't normally do. You don't normally top out like you normally you kind of cruise a little below your 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 peak altitude. And and um so the Lakers are going to be like we already know that they have a thin, still relatively unproven um, front office. Uh, we know that they don't invest a whole bunch in their off court like training staff, all that stuff. They still don't employ a shooting coach. They employ well, Anthony. A, they a, want to give their players yeah.
1: the freedom to hire their own shooting yeah. coaches. You know, they, they um, still that, that's they, not them not spending money. That's them believing in freedom. Uh, they're
0: so. holding on tight to a mediocre at best head coach who is probably much worse than mediocre. Who probably average. is at the at, <clears throat> at the very least
1: bottom ten in the NBA right now.
0: Yeah, and 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 like you compare that, you compare all of that. What LeBron has had to keep afloat here, and what LeBron and AD have had to keep afloat to what Giannis gets to work with, what Steph has had to work with, right? Where um, they brought in KD, you know, they went out, they 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 had Harrison Barnes. He had previously won a championship. They swapped him out for KD, won a championship. And like right now, the knock on, on the Warriors is that they aren't doing enough for, for Steph. And frankly, those criticisms are also fair. and And I think like, When I, when I look at this game, I, we have, we barely touched this game. And honestly, there's not much to talk about. It's the Lakers lost 135 to 119. The uh, Houston Rockets scored 78 first half points. And it was very clear, right from, you know, kind of right from the get that the Lakers were kind of out on this game and I don't blame them. And I don't blame any, any, like anybody either watching or playing or operating in this, in this organization. And by the way, there are people throughout this organization who are legitimately curious about like what the hell anybody is trying to do here. Is anybody focused on making the situation better or, or is their top priority just always going to be self-preservation and, and no, like so long as that remains the, the, the top priority, that's how you wind up at 500 for four ish years now of LeBron James and Anthony Davis, by the way, in this game, Anthony Davis said he felt his tweak or his, his growing tweak again. And he wasn't able to move very well in the second half. Great. Great. Fantastic. So the Lakers well, have, there it have is. made it. Uh, we all sort yeah. of, you know,
1: we, we there knew are at there some are 20... point AD was going to be limited and, or miss the Lakers. Time. Like, you no, know, it's just the
0: Lakers are 24 and 24 in a season where they have had Anthony Davis for basically all, but what one game. Right. And now he's going to have to deal with this, this groin thing. They play again tomorrow, 24 hours, less than 24 hours from now, they play again in Atlanta. Right. And, and, And it's just like, you wasted this first half. You've wasted a LeBron LeBron James masterclass at 39 years old. You've wasted an Anthony Davis MVP caliber type season to this point. And all of that just kind of falls by the wayside because nobody, nobody, not a single person, you know, working for the Lakers right now, is operating at, at, at the level that they need to be operating at, whether it's Rob, whether it's Genie, whether it's the Ramby, whether it's Ham, whether it's any of his assistant coaches, whether it's shooting, like they whoop, sorry, my bad. Don't employ a shooting coach. Um, like no matter who it is, like the, the LeBron and AD are literally like Spider-Man holding that or no, was it yeah, it was Spider-Man holding the yeah. ship together in the middle, like like holding that ship together like together. And and it's just like, nah, you know, we're just going to ignore it. We're just going to keep on trudging along because mediocrity is fine. And maybe we'll get some playoff revenue. And then finally LeBron will be gone and he won't, he won't keep holding us to account. And we'll just go on to the next superstar. Who's dumb enough to come here.
1: No, I mean, you know what the Lakers would have done to complete your analogy, what the Lakers would have done uh, if they were Iron Man in that scenario and the ships falling apart and like Tom Holland, Spider-Man's trying to keep it together. They're like, well, you know, they, he sort of got himself into this situation. I'm not gonna come and bail him out. Like, that's gonna waste my little like iron bots and stuff. I don't know. Like, why am I spending on that? That cuts down on my profits. It's it's dark industries.
0: Uh, this is great. I badly wish you were a Lakers beat reporter to do post game interviews with Joker. I badly McMahon. wish that
1: too. I, I really It's like, yes, over in the in the back corner. Riddle me this, Darvin!
0: <laughs> Um, yeah, there, there are six, you want to know how I've got ten... these scars. <laughs> there are six teams playing $10 million more in payroll than the Lakers. That's another solid rotation player.
1: Harrison coming specifically in specifically an Alex Caruso. Uh, cause that is what yeah. they d- uh, declined to not, uh, um, him.
0: <laughs> remember coming into but the he admitted when... over
1: the weekend. He still thinks about all the time. Uh, I don't know if you caught that. So do
0: it. I, so do yeah. I, Alex. Um, remember coming into the season during the off season, we were like, la- like laughing at the way that like how excited Jeannie and everybody must have been at the idea that like just signing Tori and Prince would hard cap them. Wait a second. Our expenses can be capped. That's a thing yeah. that we can do. And yeah, I don't know. I, I don't want to keep on ranting. And um, I, this honestly, this makeup, it's like, burning my face so i was gonna um, say
1: it it appears that you are sweating it off as we are it's just flour
0: it's like all it is is flour is is what it is and and like it's all over this nice coat so i i hope you put that on yourself
1: and did not make dr jen uh like apply that for you
0: no we have uh we have my my daughter's godparents are in town and she's i i added her at, at mrs glad on instagram if you guys um Want any last-second makeup done for um, <laughs> any such occasion? Um, I I
1: think this is the greatest ad that she's ever gotten in her purchased. Look, man, her given entire, what she like, had to work business.
0: with, this like turned out pretty good.
1: No, you that's know, what did. I'm saying. Yeah, she's like she's like you know if you ever need to be Jokerified for a podcast. Um... Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> she's Harrison. She's flying back tomorrow. She'll do yours uh next. um yeah. I do want to. We'll do we'll do power rankings the next time you and I talk. Though well, I do want to say I was, that I just kinda, told you what line we're gonna be well I okay all right fine go for it
1: well because it's I mean it's our last uh show before the trade deadline so I was going to power rank uh D'Angelo Russell moments with the team
0: um and yeah uh, you know and I do like how the reports coming into tonight were that D'Angelo Russell's play has made the Lakers think twice about trading him and he immediately goes uh three of 12 from three point range and was a minus 19 in the game but anyway everybody
1: else was like oh man I'm out never mind we're not getting help that's fine I'm
0: yeah I'm good (laughs) <laughs> um top five d'angelo russell moments would have been fun we'll do those again we'll we'll do it as a uh as we we'll, we'll remember yeah. yeah yeah um i i i don't know me harrison like i am like just legitimately bummed out because i really feel like the lakers had a real opportunity opportunity to do some really cool stuff this season and here we find ourselves again just kind of yelling into the void please employ professionals please hold this guy to account please darvin like please play your best lineup and and you know like you know the final question that we were going to ask right is this just who the lakers are i mean you kind of feel like you have to just say it right like the like the the the, the data sample yeah, so is like really 50 large games
1: in. I think, yeah. I think it's pretty fair to say that this version of the Lakers, this is who they are now last year's version of the Lakers showed us who they were until the trade deadline overhauled the roster and that very different team went on to do some great things. And so there is a chance that they overhaul this at the dead at the deadline. Um, but you know, it's, it's not a guarantee. And like there's the also, problem. you know, I, I, I made this point on, on, uh, on Twitter tonight that, you know, this year you know it's you don't have 50 like it's not as simple as sort of trading out 50 million and expiring for three good role players like
0: that's right it's not that easy right like that's that's exactly what i was gonna say is that like there isn't some clear on the roster that is there isn't some clear vampire you know that like is just is just kind of kind of messing with everything going on around it. There is no Russell Westbrook on this roster. There is, there are holes. There are yeah. things that need to be improved. And there are things that the Lakers need to add to, to um their tool bag. But like at the end of the day, their mechanic is an idiot, you know? And, and um, like, you know, if, if we know that the actual fix that this season needs, isn't going to happen, then This is just who the Lakers are. And I think we could say that not just about this season, but about this organization. This is just who the Lakers are. They are a, they are a, an organization that if you pay close enough attention to it, you're going to wind up looking like this. (laughs) Like, Like they're an organization, poor Raj, man. Like after every show that he and I do together, I, I gotta um, say,
1: as a listener of the show, I, I except for last night, I am I'm very disappointed that we didn't get Raj on this one and it's me and we should Raj after a game like this is is incredible.
0: Yeah. But like uh, but I also think it's good to, that like because I think you and I talking about macro levels of this of this organ of this franchise is, is also good. But I, I I when I talk to Raj one of the like common refrains that we, that I always make is that like the closer that you get to this, you know, the more that you watch sausage be made, the less interested you are in watching sausage. Right. And the more and more and like more eating. that I have paid. Yeah. Yeah. What <laughs> Not watching say? it.
1: You said watching oh,
0: yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's too. But like when I, um, but like when, you know, and, and that's, that's kind of been the experience here, right? Everybody that I have spoken to who is, who've covered this team, for a prolonged period of time have had that same experience here that i've had where it's like yeah it's a team that i grew up really really loving and it's a team that i'm always going to be very pat this doesn't happen sans passion right um no i mean, I mean it's like they say the uh the opposite of uh of love isn't uh isn't
1: anger joker it's, apathy. it's uh yeah. it's indifference
0: yeah and and but like every like, you know, because you and I have been doing this for a decade or so now. Right. More. Um, there are other people. I'm not going to name any names. Right. But there are other people that have been doing this for for uh, around the same amount of time. And when we all get together and when, whenever I talk to people and we actually talk about like, you know, what it's like to be a Laker fan now. A lot. Basically, everybody that I talk to are like walk away from this kind of disappointed because they wanted they wanted to not be let down, right? Don't, don't meet your heroes or don't pay too close attention to your heroes because like what, what you, what you watched on a random Monday night against Houston. Yeah, th- this game is going to be, it's going to fall by the wayside and we're going to forget about it for years for, you know, for a week from now. But what it represents to me is, is the thing that, that, it that bothers me the most. And that like, I, you, you knew going in that this was going to be the outcome. You knew, all right, they made a bunch of progress. It looked like, it, you know, and, and, and we didn't text before the game, but had we texted, I would have said, Oh man, they're totally losing this one. Let's just hope it's on a blowout. And, 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 Oh man. Yeah. He's going to go back to that starting five and the team is going to be disillusioned with the coaching again, and they're going to lose this and they're going to look lethargic and all these things. And and let's just hope you get out of it healthy. And here we are. And that's the part of this that that really bothers me the most is that like, for for years now they have they have put us on this roller coaster, and and yeah, there are some really high highs, but at the end of the day, those high highs take place because of circumstance and because of encore talent. It isn't maximized often enough, and even when it gets maximized, those people who are behind that maximization. Have no idea what went into it, and you let an Alex Caruso walk. You trade KCP and Kuzma for Russell Westbrook. You uh, you fire Frank Vogel uh, minutes after the season after that championship because I don't know Two why seasons. because he isn't. Yeah, because he yeah. isn't uh, nice enough to the, to you in the hallways or something like that. You hire a <laughs> Darvin Ham. Thought that was the complaint. Frank
1: is very nice. I'm sure he was really um, nice
0: to everyone in the hallways. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he was. He was too nice. He brought too many donuts. Um, yeah. Darvin, Darwin ham. Like you hire a Darwin ham who, by the way, like I have come to find out his reputation around the league. Not that great as an X's and O's guy. Shocker. I know. But like other teams, other scouts for other teams have like reached out to me and said, like, we don't scout the Lakers. We scout the, the, the Milwaukee bucks that won a championship a couple uh, seasons ago, because we know that's the only coach that that guy's interested in or only team that that guy's interested in coaching. And so, like you, you do all of these things that just erode the foundation, just steadily erode at that foundation. You have water running through the through that fine dirt. That if it's messed with at all, uh, your whole house gets screwed up. And and here we are right now, sitting in a screwed up house, tr- hoping that LeBron and AD are talented enough to hold it upright on their own. And it's just like maybe can stop it the sliding thing. You never know. Yeah, it it just seems unfair, man. Yeah. It seems unfair. All right, that is going to do it here for this episode of the Lakers. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to Kalen for uh, helping me with my face. Uh, I hope this stuff comes off. Otherwise, it'll be a fun rest of the season as well. Um, uh, please, Now I hope the-
1: she tattooed you for the rest of the season. That would, would be, be so yeah. fun. Yeah. You accidentally became the Joker because you got actually became makeup that cannot come off yeah. of you on your face, and <laughs> you're just stuck like this.
0: Please do subscribe to the channel here if you guys are watching live. And if not, please do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts as well. Um, and uh, we will be back tomorrow with a fun guest who uh, will have a whole bunch of, of new intel on the trade market. So until then, and until the next time you guys hear from me, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a great rest of your day. <laughs> Make somebody else's. And where do you think I got these scars? <laughs> Heh. <laughs>